and welcome to another episode of Rewind and Reconsider, where we rewind our childhood movies and reconsider them. I am your host, Mia Fagan, and I am joined by my lovely, iridescent, shining bright husband, Harrison Fagan, who has brought us one of his childhood movies, unfortunately. What did you bring us today? Uh, we are going to watch, as I teased on the last episode, We and th- thank you again to our last uh, guest, Christian Rivas, for in- inadvertently reminding me of an Adam Sandler movie we had not watched yet for this podcast, but we are going to watch Billy Madison, and I am hyped for this, Mia, because, you know, you have, you have ducked my Sandler advances at every turn and i think this is finally going to be the one that gets you to like it what do you mean ducked i have watched every adam sandler movie you have brought to this table i know but you always hate them so i am going we're going to go so you think this one's going to change my mind i think this one is finally going to be the one that gets you why is that uh well because there's a lot of kids in it there's a lot of like you know just Adam Sandler interacting with kids, which was your favorite part of Big Daddy. That's like the major theme of this movie is him kind of being stuck in an arrested development stage and going through and trying to grow up. I think it's like a great message about, you know, how kids, you can't just be handed things like you got to you got to go to school and work for it. And does he do a voice the entire movie? No, he just talks like normal. So he does a voice the entire movie. No, like his normal voice. That is his normal voice. No, I'm convinced that is his normal voice. Okay. Uh, so when, what do you remember about this movie? What do you remember liking about this movie? So I first saw this movie when I was in uh, about fourth grade. So I was probably what, what are you in fourth grade? Like 10? Uh, sure. I don't know. 10 ish. I was around 10. I thought that this was, and so again, just for a little background on this, you know, I was not really allowed to watch TV or anything besides like PBS at that age still. And so getting to see this movie at a friend's house. I don't know if it's overstating it to say it changed my life. I thought that this was the funniest movie ever created. And you know, you say that a lot about a lot about you say that a lot about other movies too. So I mean, but I was 10. So every movie is the funniest movie. Okay. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And I was like, this Adam Sandler guy, he's got comedy all figured out. And I was right. You know, 20 years later, I I'm here to say I was right. Good job, 10-year-old Harrison. You had taste. Uh, so do you think this movie's still going to hold up? I absolutely do, yeah. I think that there is a lot of kind of evergreen themes in this movie. Like, you know, how you got to work hard for what you're given. You got to go to school. You got to, like, you know, study. And if you study, then you can accomplish things. And I, I think it's like a wholesome, you know, movie full of lots of great messages for kids. Uh, okay. Well, you know, I have low expectations for this movie, but again, I have low expectations for every Adam Sandler movie. But I do think that it's going to be very funny. I think you're going to laugh more than you did during Grown Ups, which we also watched recently, and you hate it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, we'll we'll see about that. We'll see about that. All right. uh, We're just going to go and watch. So you've really, you've never seen this movie? You, you, no desire? What, What do you know about this movie? Uh, that Adam Sandler's in it. That's basically That's it? it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Then you're in for a treat. This is going to be great. Uh, we'll see about that. All right, we'll be back. And we are back. And we just both watched Billy Madison. And before we get to the 60-second summary, Mia, I just wanted to say... 
I'm sorry, because I realize this is going to be a jarring change of pace for anyone who listened to the intro, but, you know, take you behind the curtain. We recorded that about three days ago. We watched the movie, and as this movie opens up, I immediately texted you, oh no, you're going to hate this movie, (laughs) and I think I ended up being right. Uh, So, Uh, No, but you also texted me once you were towards the end of the movie. You're like, actually, I changed my mind. You might actually like this movie. Yeah. That gave me a glimmer of hope. And that was soon distinguished once I finished. The yeah, movie. it sort of sticks the landing, in my opinion. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm sensing. I, I am sensing, based on being forced to sleep on the couch for the last several days, and <laughs> you giving me the silent treatment until this episode, and mm-hmm. I hit record on it. This is I'm the first time I did not enjoy this you. movie. Yeah, I'm sorry. What? Yeah, I'm guessing you did not enjoy this movie. Well. Let's get into the podcast first. <laughs> All right. Why I'll don't you summarize? You. Mia, but w- without further ado, why don't you give us the 60-second summary to catch up anyone, you know, who is just listening to the podcast that has not seen Billy Madison or anyone that, you know, they haven't seen in a while, so they need a refresher on the plot details. I don't know why you'd listen to this if you had never seen the movie before, but, I mean, it is a very detailed plot. And so, you know, I, I, I don't know if you're going to be able to make this under 60 seconds. This is a very deep and complicated movie in terms of all of the different plot lines running through it. So are you ready to go? <laughs> yeah, I think I am. Okay, go. Okay, so Billy Madison is a 27-year-old spoiled man-child who is in the lo- in the running to uh, inherit his dad's hotels. And he fucks up at a dinner with his dad and his associates. And his dad's like, you're an idiot. You're never going to get these hotels. Uh, I'll make a bet. You have to go through school uh because you never went to school or something like that so then billy madison goes to like first grade second grade and third grade he is a man child in the midst of tiny children and uh, at some point the person that really wants the hotels like pays the principal of the elementary school to tell people that he got paid to pass billy madison in class and so then that was the whole thing, but then he decides he still go, wants to go back to school, and then him and the his villain friend person that wants the hotels do a an academic decathlon, I guess, and uh, Billy Madison somehow wins, but then the villain guy was like, I'm going to shoot everyone, and then someone else shoots him, and then uh, everything's good. And yeah, he ends up not by- getting the hotels. <laughs> you missed it by about five seconds, um, but that's okay. You did You did pretty well in getting, again... Just a very multifaceted and complicated and possibly award contending movie summarized down into 60 seconds. The one the one plot point correction I will I will stop you on just briefly mm-hmm. is that I mean number one you left out that he likes to light bags of poop on fire on I, old people's irrelevant. doors. Um, yeah, no, that's a super important plot. plot point. Um, <laughs> and second irrelevant uh, or second relevant important plot point is that ironically that guy bribed the principal to say that he had been bribed to pass Billy through school when the whole reason that Billy was going back to school was because his dad had bribed his teachers all the way to get him through school. And Billy wanted to prove that he could do it on his own. So it was like, and then this principal somehow gets the news media to show up for two separate press conferences (laughs) about this random guy. Because people actually care about this. Yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, it, it, it is sort of a prescient prediction of modern celebrity and the idolization of wealth in America. No, don't give this And that this credit. very irrelevant no. person who would not be notable other than their means and the hotel chain they stand to inherit is 
like being talked about like they're this giant, you know, notable celebrity and it's being covered like this real life event. So, so again, you saying you this know, is like succession before succession? There are honestly, it is hard to watch parts of this now and not draw some succession parallels. Obviously, oh, a very, very different movie, but just in terms of like the incompetence of this like rich family and all the kind of chicanery going on as he's trying to take over this hotel chain. Again, it's a much less, I think, dark and, you know, more kind of, you know, fart joke filled version, but there are some loose parallels in terms of he is actually trying to succeed someone and has and is like wildly underqualified to do so but so is the person that he's competing with and the dad the dad's like a nicer logan roy but still a terrible person (laughs) yeah i mean i didn't pick up on any of that while watching the movie but you know if you looked into that and saw it (laughs) that way Good for you. That's awesome that you got to pick apart this movie in a more intellectual way than I'm going to, but, you know, to each his own. And I know that you are a big Adam Sandler fan, so I will um, try to understand your point of view. That was, that was shockingly diplomatic based on, uh, based on where I thought you were going to go. Uh, I mean, should we get into – was there any part uh, – okay, so you hated this movie. We'll just be upfront. You absolutely hated this movie. I... You threatened to file for divorce <laughs> over me forcing you to watch this movie. I am sort of like, okay, a lot of this movie did not age very well. I still None liked of parts well. of it. I still liked parts of it, but some of it I was like, oh, no, I, this is – that either this is not as funny as I remember or this is really, ooh, this is really, really problematic. Yeah. Uh, and I'm surprised because this was directed. This was actually directed by a woman. Yeah. So, but I don't think it was written by her. It was written by. So Adam obviously Sandler. it's a, you know, I, again, feminist picture. Uh, I guess. I don't know. Deeply feminist message of this movie. <laughs> uh, but Neil, uh, was there anything? Okay. So you, you didn't like it. Was there anything that you did like about it, though? Like, can you find your Harrison Fagan patented, I'm going to try and see, say a couple things that I liked about Nacho Libre bullet points? <laughs> uh, well, you know, I did like the part where he was talking to the little kid and he's coming back because he's going to high school and he's coming back to visit his quote unquote friends who are like five years old. But we'll get into that later. But he goes to them and he's all like, how's high school? And he's like, yeah, high school's great. And then he just like grabs the kid, this kid by his like Yeah, the face. kid's like, I can't wait for high school. And he's like, and then... stay, in, stay in elementary school. Don't go to high school. Don't grow up. And something like that. And that hit hard because. And he's like smushing the chubby kid's yeah. face up. And like, yeah. Because honestly, if I would have seen my five-year-old self, I probably would have done the same thing. Just be like, don't grow up, please. Just stay, stay where you are. Enjoy what you're doing right now. Because it just. It's only going to get worse. Yeah, I think the interactions with him and the kids, and this is sort of a theme of Sandler movies, are usually very heartwarming. Like, he is, because his characters are usually a gigantic man-child, he yeah, is Yeah, kids very, fucking like, love him. Yeah, it's fun to watch him play off of the kids. The scene where he is playing dodgeball with the first graders is hilarious. Yeah, uh, uh, fun he's fact, just... he actually was hitting those kids really hard, and they had to cut the end of it because the kids were crying because they got hurt. <laughs> Like, he was not holding back, which, like, I'm surprised. I, see, I was wondering about this. I was like, is that, was that, like, a balloon and they just shot it in slow motion or whatever? No, they, oh, he was actually pelting these kids with a handle. Yeah, That's I don't hilarious. know where these kids' parents were, but I don't know if they were just like, yeah, you know what? My kid's getting paid this much. Fucking murder this child. Well, <laughs> as, the, as the award-winning, you know, Nathan For You showed us, the Hollywood <laughs> Thirsty Parents would sort of do anything to get their kids a SAG card. So... <laughs> 
You know, that I don't. Th- I'm sure that they were that willing to sign true. a little waiver that said Adam Sandler may pelt your child in the face with a handball. It's fine. They'll be fine. But they get a sad card. It will build them. It will build characters. Yeah. I, so I thought that all of the interactions between him and the children were very sweet, with one very, very notable exception that I'm sure we'll get into in the back half of this podcast. But I thought that his his little nerdy high school friends, like that was kind of a fun dynamic when he, you know, his elementary school friend. Like I, I thought it was, you know, some of those interactions, the majority of them were very sweet. Um, I also surprisingly, the scene where he, you know, you ain't cool till you pee your pants. One of the most <laughs> iconic, you know, moments and lines from this movie, where he fakes peeing his pants so that his, you know, his little friend from yeah. second grade or whatever won't get bullied for it, and that all the kids sort of cute, pee their then, pants. Then you realize that all the kids peed their pants, and that's kind of a problem when you come home and um, you have a bunch of your students who peed their pants. Like, what are you going to tell the parents? Well, you ain't cool to pee your pants. Yeah, that's, I'm sure they'll, they'll, they'll be like, well, yeah. you know what? Can't <laughs> argue with that. Point. I'm going to pee my <laughs> pants. Can't argue with that logic. Um, I actually surprisingly uh, thought the Chris Farley bus driver person was actually kind of funny. And just like a weird, just like random. I just feel like when I see, I've never really seen like a Chris Farley movie, like where he's starring in it. I've only ever seen him just be like just random characters. Like when we watched Wayne's World, he was in that too. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Um, I just kind of like the absurdness of it where he's just like an angry bus driver that's about to like fucking crash his bus full of kids and his yeah. face just gets entirely red. Yes. That was a pretty good character. I, I laughed a little bit there, but um, other than that, yeah. Yeah, I thought all of the the kind of Hollywood stars that made little cameos in this movie were really good. Like, I thought Norm MacDonald killed it in every scene he was in. He was Oh, yeah, funny. yeah. I forgot he was in it, too. You know, I've never really seen Norm MacDonald in a movie. I've only ever, like, when he passed away a couple months ago, I started looking up all his, like, uh, TV sh- appearances. And, like, he's pretty fucking funny, to be honest. Yeah, and, and uh, Steve Buscemi in, mm-hmm. I believe, his first Sandler cameo kind of steals the show. Uh, in his very limited role as a character that, you know, Billy had had bullied in high school that he then, after getting bullied in high school, calls to apologize to. And then the guy is, like, very normal about it. And then he pans over and he has a list and it says people to kill. And he crosses <laughs> Billy Madison off of it. And then at the end of the movie shows up with a sniper rifle to save Billy from getting killed by his nemesis, Eric Gordon, that is trying to shoot him because he failed a business ethics question during an academic decathlon. Oh, yeah, because it clearly shows that he's a villain and he does not know what business ethics are. Yeah, That was the joke. Yeah, no, that was, you know, really, really just uh, subtle, subtle, like, telling us, uh, telling the audience Capitalism is bad. That's what this movie's about. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I'm trying to think of what else... Uh, the, um, the announcer who kept talking about his wife, his wife who cheated on him. Oh, the principal? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that, uh, That was kind of funny. Yeah, the scene where all the little subtle, like, sight gags in that scene afterwards, where it's, like, my wife, the tramp, and, like, all this stuff on the board and whatever, just this very, like, put-upon, downtrodden principal (laughs) that is just very upset, and then Billy gives this, like lengthy diatribe on you know the industrial revolution and how it's like this book that he was read in his first grade class called it was like, like the puppy, the puppy or something way. like that yeah yeah and then he's like that is the dumbest thing we've all i've ever heard at no point did you make any sense like we are all dumber for having heard it and may god have mercy on your soul okay all that time. was a pretty classic line that was so like you know line. to throw it back to last week with christian this movie has some scenes 
Did I sound like a, one of the cool kids there? Is that what the cool kids are saying? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, go okay. ahead. Yeah. This has, movie yeah, has they some have, scenes. has some scenes. You know what? Honestly, I wasn't going to say the on the podcast. The ending where everyone's randomly making out with each other is hilarious. Uh, no, that was not hilarious because okay. it got kind of weird afterwards. Well, there's yes. one where it got kind of weird. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah. Let's. Uh, so was there anything else you liked about this movie? Like, did you really genuinely enjoy this movie? Uh, I genuinely enjoyed parts of it, uh, when the O'Doyle family that is just bullying him throughout oh, the race yeah, yeah, because yeah. there's like 90 fun, of them finally drive off of a cliff because of that banana that was left there like an hour ago, you know, in movie time, but you know, weeks ago and, and they keep cutting back to it and it's like, why do they keep showing this banana decaying on the side of the road and they just are screaming O'Doyle rules as they drive off a cliff and die. And it's like they have each kid in each grade. Yes. That Billy yeah. Madison goes And into. it's always like it's always like a redheaded, freckled stepchild with long <laughs> hair that is like a, the class bully. Yeah. And, okay, and then they so all that, die that part was pretty funny. Honestly, talking yeah. about it now, there are some pretty funny parts in it, but um, I understand now I think the O'Doyles made a cameo appear- appearance in Hubie Halloween. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think I, I didn't get that reference. Sandlerverse. It's all it's all connected, maybe. Um but yeah, there was some. Oh, and the, the scene where they're lighting the poop bag on fire mm-hmm. on the old man's lawn, and he wanders out there in his tidy whities to step, and his yeah. wife's like, "Don't step on it," and he's like, and he steps on it, and then he's like, "Oh no, it was poop again." Was very funny. Okay, I'm glad that you found that funny. Okay, I'm glad that you got joy out of it. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah. This so movie... Mia, why don't you lead us into what you didn't like about this movie then? Oh. Because I think we've covered uh, most of the positives and the reasons why I still sort of liked it at times well let's talk it's not as good as i remember though i will i will teach teacher relationship <laughs> because that was kind of uh i'll just say i'm not surprised that this is where you went first mm, yeah i i don't know how i feel about that i I get that he is of age and they're probably around the same age but mentally i don't think he is mentally his actual age if that makes sense like this did not uh, i feel like this teacher would in in real life this teacher would definitely be fired like right on the spot like that's Uh, one of her students that's like a okay so like the i mean the subtle thing about this movie is everyone involved would be fired (laughs) if we didn't live in like a deeply (laughs) broken society where like you know this rich guy again to Make up to let his son make up for being bribed through school is now bribing the school to bring him back in and let yeah. him like go through like in that, 2022. That, that's fine. I can I can. No I can, no 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 no. Hold on. In 2022, uh, a 27 year old being enrolled in like first, second, third grade, going children. through making friends with these children is a horror movie, not a family yeah. comedy. Yeah, I, I I'm surprised that like. None of the parents of these kids were told about this, I don't think. There was no announcement. Like, I feel like if this happened now, this would not fly at all. And I feel like there is definitely a different way of doing this and going to, like, there's adult schools that you can go or you can get your GED and stuff like that. You don't have to go through fucking elementary school with children, and it, yes, it's it's a wild premise that would never happen in real life. No. But, you know, even putting all of that aside and all the ethical whatever, like, there is – the thing watching this as an adult, there's never a moment where it's like it makes sense that this teacher would want to date him. 
no where that sort of becomes like a natural thing where because she starts out the movie hating him sort of justifiably as she should she's like this is so really weird that you are bribing your way into school and you're gonna hang out here and like disrupt and like you're making jokes during class and disrupting the class as a 27 year old and she's like Like, what does she think she's like yeah i kind of like him towards the end yeah and then uh, like he and then you know there's there's a lot of uh aspects of this movie that did not age well but one of the worst as i mentioned in the first half when we're talking about his interactions with the kids one of the ways that did not was you know when he's trying to bond with the children on the school bus oh and yeah, yeah, yeah he lets them double dare him to grope the teacher yeah and she brushes it off like oh haha, okay she's like yeah. haha you're not the first guy to try that oh. 90s were a different time babe uh, i just and she was sitting next to a student too, and this was just—I just don't think this teacher. I don't think she's and then, a good teacher. And then, all, because he does the "you ain't cool till you're your pants" thing, all she, of a that's when he's she like finally likes trying him. to seduce him. Yeah, in like like at his second grade graduation, which is what sounds way worse than it is. Again, he is twenty-seven in this scene. I know, but, but still, just the fact <laughs> that she—he was her student—that's so just. I don't, I don't, I don't understand. I don't get it. And then it's clear that like the students know they're dating because he keeps like showing up at her class. And yeah, and then he's all, all the, like, yeah. "Oh, you just want to see your girlfriend," like something like that. And yeah. I, I just don't under at, at, at any point in this movie they don't really like establish that they're going out. It's just like kind of some scenes that are kind of raunchy, I guess. But there's no like, "Hey, I'm going out with you. I like you," and stuff like that. It, there's just never a big enough progression. I, again, I understand that we're criticizing, like, a, you know, a, an Adam Sandler movie or whatever. But they're just, like, you know, in a lot of his other movies, even the silly ones like this, there is a natural progression where it makes sense that these characters would start to have, like, some feelings. chemistry or whatever yeah. or feelings for each other. This just like feels in, like you know, in Big Daddy, you know, the character initially rejects him because she's heard so many horror stories from her sister, but then she sees he's very sweet with the kid. Like, you know, she's like, the water fall for boy. Him. The water or boy. Or in the water boy. Yeah. I mean, in the water boy, they were childhood sweethearts. In, and they um, helped each you other. You know, in Happy Gilmore, he, it's the PR person who he's kind of flirting with while she's having to, like, cover up for his messes or whatever. So, like, there's this natural kind of progression of, like, why these people would be, these two consenting adults would be interested in each other and in this one it's like they really i don't know if they're like cut scenes uh showing, yeah i feel like you know. i missed something towards the yeah. towards the end i was like wait so they're together? she just basically went straight from hating him to oh wow he did something nice i'm trying to seduce him and oh wow he made all my students pee his pants what a great guy pee their pants yes i, I am in love with him i am <laughs> yeah i know <laughs> or when she found out that he was, like, lighting dog poop and throwing any, like, showed up drunk to her house or something like that. Yeah, and like then that. she's like, come light dog poop on fire in my living room. I like it. Maybe she just wanted him to get out of the street so he wouldn't hurt himself. I get that. But, like, if if you were to come up to my door and be like, hey, I'm drunk and I'm hanging out with my friends and we're lighting shit on fire, I'd file for a divorce. I'm not going to yeah. lie. That's not something I'm going to forgive you for. You are a grown-ass man. You shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> Well, certainly, yeah, again, certainly not at, you know, 30 years old. You know, you don't look. Kids are going to be kids. I'm not saying it's right, but, you know, at 27, I think you've passed the threshold for. Yeah, okay and I get that they were trying to show that he lawn. was still in this kind of He was of in a state of arrested development. development and then had to grow up, yeah. But still, I just don't think that would be something that would make me want to like you more. I just don't understand. And, like, yeah. she went over to him and his house, and he was in the pool, and she, like, 
obviously the scene was made for just like so she could have a wet t-shirt and stuff like that yeah I think but that she's beating the hell out of him this is like an abusive dysfunctional relationship yeah it just this woman you know honestly i think we just cracked the case this woman is deeply unstable I think we oh, just yeah. solved why she likes him. Like, you know, because she's abusing him and then they're in love and then they're flirting and then she hates him. And yeah, it's just. Well, let's just say that one probably didn't end up with a happier ever after if uh, if they make a uh, Billy Madison 2. Um, another part of this movie that was a little. made me a little uncomfy was the maid of uh, Billy Madison. Yeah, speaking of sexual harassment. <laughs> yeah, that was. Um... I don't know how to feel about that. Um, obviously, that made me feel uncomfy. Uh, there are parts of uh, where she clearly has is attracted to Billy Madison. They're just like trying to establish that he is like improbably attractive. He's I think not, during though. these scenes, I'm sorry, yeah, well, but, but he's like not. every woman is like throwing themselves at yeah, him. So, like, even you know, the little Sailor... children. It was like yeah. there was a scene where in Valentine's Day he gets all these valentines and. Uh, May I remind you, he is in, I believe, third grade. I think it was second grade. At that second point. grade. Yeah. And these, like, little girls are, like, sending him Valentine's Day cards or, was, like, be my Valentine or something like that. And they're showing these little girls looking at him, like, with, like, hearts in their eyes, basically. And that was just, oh, man, that was weird. I didn't feel I didn't and feel then the, the, the that. yeah so there's there's Juanita who's sexually harassing him the principal who's sexually harassing I just, him oh that's another thing too that just, it starts humping him on stage like a dog at his graduation after saving his life yeah and he just brushes and it continually off like it's whispering in his ear I'm horny yeah who who hired this man to be the principal well apparently someone who doesn't do background checks oh uh, yeah accidentally I don't think murdered someone in a wrestling checks. ring. <laughs> And didn't have his teaching credential. Yeah. Didn't he, like, kill a man, too? Yes, he killed someone while wrestling, and he and did he's not in charge have a teaching credential. And, well, you know, honestly, again, another instance of us cracking the case just by talking this out. This is the most wildly corrupt town in America. That they're just repeatedly letting this family bribe their way into this school. There's no teachers with any teaching credential because they hid their nope. background information. Nope. You know. Yeah. This- again, this is secretly a horror movie. Yeah, I think so too. If if this was taken in a different light, yes, this would definitely be a horror movie. It's like that movie. Uh, what's it? That movie called the one where it's like, oh, Ma. Do you remember that movie, Ma? Where it's like the older woman that wants to hang out with kids all the time, and it just it's a horror movie, and she like takes them hostage and stuff like that. No, I was not aware that this was a movie that existed. <laughs> oh, it exists, all right. Um, okay. I just feel like it's that where like Adam Sandler is just a child and he wants to be with children, and it's just. I don't know. Anyways. Yeah, and then on top of that, your your favorite character, the bus driver, you know, looking up the teacher's skirt when she's walking up the stairs on the yeah, bus. Yeah, that like, part was a little... Just, yeah, this... It was very raunchy, and it made me think, like, I understand that this a lot of this humor is for, like, kids, but this movie is really not for kids, so... I just don't know... No, 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 this movie is, like, PG-13. This yeah, but who is this movie for? Like... It's for it's for like college kids or like teenagers. No, I don't even think college kids. I think it's just for teenagers that snuck into like a movie theater that they weren't supposed to sneak into. Or it's one of those movies that you watch at a sleepover knowing that uh, Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I'm going to be real. Like that. I saw this as a child at a sleepover and I thought it was hilarious. There's a lot of like this subtext stuff that I didn't really pick up on. Um and yeah, I mean, I just thought that, you know, it's Adam Sandler throwing dodgeballs at kids. This is amazing. They're cursing. Uh, yeah, this is I so guess. funny for yeah. kids that's funny but like when you grow up and actually watch this and really pick it apart it's that's a lot of good movie <laughs> and i think yeah. this is his second movie right i believe 
I, d- I do not know that, actually. Okay. I know, pro- I think Happy Gilmore is his first movie. Yeah. So this, you, honestly, if it was between be Billy right. Madison and Happy Gilmore, I honestly, this made Happy Gilmore look like a fucking Oscar-worthy performance. All right. Well, I guess we got to go back and watch it and re-record no, the okay. episode. That's totally fine. <laughs> Was there anything else that you wanted to touch on that you didn't like about it? Oh, the penguin. Okay, yeah, I wanted to talk about this too. What? <laughs> like, so I guess what every time that Adam Sandler's character gets drunk, he sees a penguin and like wants to fight him. It's kind of like that. Not just guy a penguin, of... a a giant, clearly stuffed mascot penguin that's about seven feet tall. Oh, so you mean Andre Drummond? <laughs> I did not know Andre. His Drummond big made... screen debut. <laughs> man he's in this movie um yeah that was um you know i i'm sure they put that in for just like laughs but it just was so random that it just didn't make sense and it just wasn't funny i also was like yeah i also was sort of you know again as a kid i thought this was hilarious and then as an adult i'm like this doesn't make any sense no had the writers of this movie never drank before like no did for some reason, the writers of this movie think that when you get drunk, you start to you talk like, like the water boy and hallucinate penguins. Where it's like... Yeah, that's not how that works. <laughs> that's never how alcohol has affected me. Uh, me neither. Nor anyone else that I know. I guess we're just not drinking the right way. <laughs> we, I guess we're so. doing something wrong because I ain't seeing no penguins. So <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that part was just kind of weird. And then the whole like... What's that? There was like a a fucking random musical point <laughs> yes. in it with a clown and everyone's like singing and I I think I like recorded that on my phone and I I sent it to you just saying like what the fuck are you making me watch? Yeah, this movie is a fever dream. Uh, it really is. It just... I'm gonna be honest. Like I, I was until the end of the movie, I was like I don't even know if I like like this as much anymore. And and then the academic decathlon is where he's just going toe-to-toe with Eric, and Eric gets set on fire during the home ec test, and, you know, they have the showdown over the, like, during oh, yeah, the final quiz. Oh, yeah, and then he has a gun, and, randomly? It's like, okay. Yeah, and then he, has, he just loses his mind, is about to shoot them, and then Steve Buscemi comes in and shoots, shoots him. Shoots him in the ass. Yeah. Yeah. And then why was Eric not in jail at the end of the movie? He's just at crutches at Billy's graduation. There is so many things that don't make sense in this movie. None of this that movie is, makes sense. None of this movie It still makes sense. has some amazing all-time moments, but... There yeah. are some iconic lines I could see, like the, today, Junior. I remember in... Oh, you think that that's funny? No, I remember that... No, I remember that in middle school, people would say that. And I was like, I don't understand this reference at all. And I guess now, at age, what, 27... I guess I understand it. Now. I mean, you don't know how old you are. You, I feel like, you know, when you get to a certain age, you kind of just forget. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So this is this is honestly this movie is sort of a collection of what Adam loosely Sandler interconnected wrong. Saturday Night Live skits. Sort of. Yeah. Pretty much. It's not yeah. really coherent, and I think it was just an excuse for Adam Sandler to do his stupid voice and. <laughs> Um, yeah, I just don't You know. hate him so much. I don't hate him. Look, I understand what he's doing. I understand the humor that some people think he's funny. This movie was just not it. It's just not it. I'm sorry, but it's not. <laughs> and the fact that everyone, like, he makes everyone in this movie think he's, like, hot shit and, like, a sex symbol, like... 
That's just, it's I'm, a theme of his movies that when I don't women find that. him extremely attractive is it in just like him every like Adam to... he's always he's always really good at sports and women always think he's really hot. I don't I don't see it. Like I That's guess all his like characters. in the in the in the opening credit like opening He's, he's a ladies man who he's a ladies man child who is improbably good at sports. I, I don't see it. I don't see yeah. it. But you know, in the opening like scene Like even in this even in this scene, you, he he it puts in a scene of him giving children buckets in the basketball. Yeah, in the opening scene, he's like in a bathing suit, and I'm not gonna lie, well, Adam Sandler's a little ripped, you know. He's got no, he muscles. was like secretly ripped at these times. That's why he always wears baggy like... clothes in his movies so that he could seem like more of an everyman. He was in very good shape. That's yeah, like documented. He was that's a thing. Pretty, pretty. I was like, all right, Adam Sandler's got some muscles, and but that's it. That that's where it stops. I just don't find him that attractive. Oh, okay, Juanita, you think he's got, <laughs> got nice buns? You want to let him shave your armpits? I don't even want to touch that. I don't want to touch that at all. <laughs> <laughs> Unlike Juanita. Um, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah. Um, final I, thoughts? Yeah, I, I just want to be done because I want this movie out of my head and I never want Where to Where would you rent? Is this the worst movie I've this shown you? This is the worst Adam Sandler movie. It is? And I've okay. seen The Longest Yard and that was pretty bad too. The Longest Yard is great. How dare you? I, mean, I don't remember what my take on The Longest Yard was. <laughs> We also thought that was pretty problematic too. So, but you know, oh, it, it had, <laughs> for very saved different it, reasons. Yeah, what saved that movie is it had a good sports sequence, and I think a lot of yeah. Adam Sandler movies have pretty well shot sorts sports sequences. So, we'll give it that. But um, yeah, I kind of like that's like an hour of my life I'm never getting back. So, yeah, this I'm not is as my big Kiki's, of a fan of it as I was. Delivery service. <laughs> I still have very fond memories of certain parts of this movie. I think and I'm glad you do. Are very I'm glad funny. you have those memories. Never share but with me ever again. This is one of these ones where, mm-hmm. you know, the nostalgia is like a warm blanket, but it's also you know, on fire. You're still a little cold after. No, warm blanket's on fire. And it's like doesn't you. it doesn't quite cover your feet. No. You know, and you know, I I put on Twitter that you know, in my opinion, this is pretty much the worst movie. I've yeah, ever you seen. got ratioed pretty hard. I there are people out there that really like this movie and hey good for you I respect that and someone told me that I need to watch it at least five times to understand it I'm not doing that <laughs> I never I challenge you to try I'm not I'm okay and uh, yeah. I'm gonna be frank I wasn't exactly sober watching this movie and I still didn't enjoy it Wow that's disappointing I know but I enjoyed Tokyo Drift shows so. how little you take uh, you take our podcast seriously I took it very seriously I took notes I remembered I read up on the summary I'm good I did my part we're moving on <laughs> <laughs> all right well next week we're gonna watch eight crazy nights no and... we are not <laughs> we next week are going to watch the critically acclaimed Oscar winning spirited away another studio Ghibli movie <laughs> because fuck you <laughs> No, I, I'm excited. This movie is actually really good. So I'm actually, I'm giving you. I mean, it can't good. be worse than Kiki's delivery service. So that would be a you anyways. Know, low you can bar. find us on uh, Spotify, Apple <laughs> Podcast, wherever you find your podcast, and find us on Twitter. Give us some just suggestions, please. Do not give me another Adam Sandler movie. I will jump out a window at some uh, and, point. Uh, hey, everyone! This is just a message from me to uh, you know my loyal fans of this oh, podcast. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I know you're here because people? of me and not because of Mia. So I just, I want to give a message to you. Okay, Mia's cool. We aren't canceling her, okay? We aren't going to ratio her on Twitter. Look, I told, to people, I told people you are more than welcome to like this movie. I'm not saying that you are a lesser person for liking this movie. I 
myself Your tone on this movie changed after you got bullied online. No. I still I still hold that this is the worst movie I've ever seen. And I've seen The Room. There's just no way I've that's true. I've seen Showgirls. I've seen Troll 2. And this movie's worse than all of them combined. I want the worst. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll see you guys next week. And uh, stay safe out there. <laughs>